Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everybody. This is Humble and Hungry, and I'm your friend, Natalie Poucher. Welcome back. Sorry the episode is up a little bit late, but we've made it. Okay, so a couple things to talk about today. It's going to be a solo episode because I feel like um, I just want to chat with you guys so and give you guys some updates on what's going on. So I know last week, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, I went on this like whole tangent. I answered some of your guys' questions, but I went on this whole tangent um, about Heather and like whether or not I would want to, you know, talk to her again and forgive her and all these things. And um, last week I was in a very good mood (laughs) and I was, I was coming from a place of yes. And this week is kind of the opposite. Um, So here's the thing. We're just going to get right into it. So every year there's this holiday party that we get invited to from someone that Riley works with. Okay. And we've been going for years now. And so the year that everything sort of went down 2019, um, I actually brought Piper with me because it was what, like she was like three months old. And so, and, um, and they didn't go to the party. Um, I think because we were there. We had a really nice time, um, but it was incredibly awkward because, you know, it's a really small town. And so people that, you know, used I used to talk to and had a relationship with were there. And so I think it was just awkward for everybody because like some were nice to me, some were not nice to me um, just because of because of their sort of loyalty to, you know, it's like a divorce, right? So you you have to like pick a side. And <clears throat> and so there's just a lot of people that that unfollowed me and, and stopped talking to me um, because of everything that went down, which is so funny how that all works, right? Because then years later, they're like, I'm sorry, we were told to unfollow you, but like it was never anything that you did or, you know, that whole thing. But in the moment, it just felt like, oof, painful. Um, so anyways, so that was 2019. Um, so still showed up baby in hand and as awkward as it was, you know, you just make the best of it. And then, um, the pandemic was the following year. So nothing happened. And then 2021 last year, we were 
um, invited and then we were disinvited, because, which I think I had mentioned to you guys. We were disinvited um, because they said um, that if we're there, then they weren't going to go. And, um, you know, uh, politics, right? So we were disinvited because of whatever circumstances. And I was incredibly hurt last year about it. Um, and, and as was Riley, um, now we can joke about it and laugh, but it was, it was super upsetting. And I just, it felt like, it felt like it was just never going to end. And it was like, when is this going to be over? Like, like, am I going to be, I'm, I felt like I'm like being shunned out of, out of this whole world that I was a part of for so long, you know? Um, and granted this was, this is a relationship that Riley has from work and not nothing to do with, um, Heather and them. And so, <clears throat> but there is relationship still. That's why it gets a little convoluted, which I'm not going to get into. Uh, but anyways, so, so we didn't, we didn't go, um, last year and, and we were definitely upset about it and then got over it. Uh, and then this year we are invited again. And that's why I'm saying, so last week I was, <laughs> I was like, sure, great. And then this week I'm like, I think it's just bringing back all the memories of, of just all the shit we've had to go through. Um, and so this year we are invited. Um, and so are they. So it'll be interesting to see. And we're going because again, it's a work thing for Riley. And so we are going, uh, it'll be interesting though, to see if they show up and how that all goes who knows? I'll keep you guys posted, but it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, but you know, I'm not going to ever be rude or, and I'm not bringing Piper this time, but I, I would never be rude or anything, you know, just got to be the bigger person at all times, you know? Um, anyways, so we'll see. That was a long way of saying, we'll see how it goes. Um, okay. Moving right along. Um, we were in Idaho last, what, now it's like a week and a half ago. And we had the best time. We went out there, Jackie, Jessica, and I flew up and met um, my cousin, my mom, my aunts, and everyone. And we had some family from Mexico and Canada there as well. Just a girl's trip. It was snowing. It was so beautiful. And flew up um, on... Tuesday or Wednesday and then just stayed there until Saturday uh, and we had such a good time again great time laughed a lot hung out but there was one meal in particular that I cannot get over um, I don't want to say the name of the restaurant because I don't want to be an asshole but I just have to tell you it was the worst experience of my entire life and I don't even know where to start but I just, oh my gosh. I, and I guess you guys can Google it, but it's, it's the only real fancy place with like a 13 course meal that you can get in Spokane, Spokane, Spokane. Oh my God, you guys. So it's about $125 per person. Okay. And look, yes, Riley and I are fortunate enough to do really nice dinners. So this is something that I'm used to doing, but Everyone in my party, not so much. So I sort of went into it with high expectations because $125 is expensive for a for a meal, okay? And so 
Yeah, I was thinking, I mean, look, my it's I wasn't expecting a Michelin, but but for the price, you're expecting something very nice. So so we show up and it's a really small restaurant, super cute. Um but like the chef was already super intense as soon as you walked in. And he was missing a tooth, and I don't know why. But <laughs> But it just like it was weird to me a little bit. And so I was like, okay, this is interesting. Um, And like you get greeted with like this watered down sangria and you have to go upstairs to like their playroom. Like it was like like a game room. And like he was super forceful about like you have to go upstairs. And like my my aunt's in a wheelchair and we were like, well. We, she can't go upstairs. He's like, they're like, okay, well, we'll figure something out. He goes, everyone else go upstairs and, you know, she can stay down here and I'll have my, one of my, I don't even know what, he was not a sous chef. He was just like a busser or something that was like, I'll have him explain the whole thing. It really like threw him off. And we weren't going to leave her downstairs, but, you know, by herself. So, so a couple of us stayed downstairs, which he was sort of annoyed by. And then like the rest went upstairs and he did his whole spiel of, of how the restaurant started. And, um, he's really like cheeky and like tries to be funny and like, just like has a lot of, um, like inappropriate humor. And it's like very, like a lot of sexual innuendos and just like really trying to be funny. Okay. And I think the restaurant can only seat about maybe 20 people. So we're all upstairs and there's a pool table and a foosball table and like just sort of like this kind of like dive bar-y, but like upstairs and it's like you're like at someone's house. And he's like, okay, so there's going to be like about seven courses and then you get a recess and then you have about two courses and then you have another recess and then you get another course and then dessert. And I'm thinking, okay. <laughs> but, but he makes you leave at every recess. You have to like actually leave the table and go back upstairs, okay? So the first course comes out. Oh, and then he rings the bell and he goes, every time I ring the bell, you have to run to the table. And we're like, okay. <laughs> so we're upstairs. He rings the bell like fucking cattle and we all rush to the table. And we sit down, you guys, the first course was, was their steak s'mores. It was this, it was literally s'mores with like a piece of steak just in between a s'more. And I have never wanted to vomit, um, more. (laughs) It was so disgusting. I, I just like... I had this moment of, oh my God, we are about, we're in the twilight zone. And he would walk around and make sure that everyone ate their course. And he's like, you have to eat it. And I'm like, I, I, and I couldn't stop laughing because I thought it was an absolute joke. And so my mom is sitting to the left of me. And then to the left of her is our girlfriend, Mimi. She's like an aunt to us. And my aunt doesn't really drink. So my mom has the one to the left who doesn't really drink. And then the one to the right who's vomiting at every course and we're each passing she's passing her alcohol I'm passing my courses and my mom is is eating my courses drinking her wine by the fourth course my mom was like I am so fucking full like I I cannot put anything else in my mouth and it was before the first recess so it was like 
<laughs> it was like the worst thing for her. Look, I tried every single course. There was about 13 courses. I tried every single course. There were some that I just, oh, I just can't even explain to you how disgusting it was. Okay. So we're now going through the entire experience. I am laughing, crying, just mortified by the whole thing. And I'm looking around and everyone is just like so confused by the whole thing. Okay. It's not just me. They had one of their desserts was um, sorbet, like literally sorbet out of a thing of like, like like a sorbet out of Ralph's container store with pop rocks. I'm not shitting you. It was sorbet and pop rocks. Why are we paying $125? I have no idea. Anyways, we are all laughing, mortified, just like don't know what to do. And he's like forcing us to eat all of our dishes. And, um, I, like, I don't know what to do. I'm like cutting it up and like trying to like make it look like I, like I've eaten horrified. Okay. Jump. And then by the way, the wines, they had like a wine pairing, also horrendous. And the psalm was so rude. And I don't know if this is like their shtick that they're like trying to be mean to you, but she was like, um, you guys are talking. So I'm just going to, I'm like, do you, do you even want me to tell you about the wines? Like I can just step away and you guys can serve yourselves like an app, like a total asshole. And all of us like went and like, we all like shut up and we're like, uh, no, go ahead. <laughs> it was so awkward. And the wines were terrible. Okay. And I hate to talk shit about this, but I'm telling you, it was absolutely horrendous. I, I just, there were, it was so bad. I, I am sorry. I, I, and I, uh, it was so bad. All right. So at the end of the meal, and we went for my aunt's 65th birthday, by the way, at the end of the meal, my aunt was like, just wanted to say thank you, the chefs and the servers and she was super sweet. And he's like, oh, that's so nice. So he's like, let me bring out the chefs and who and, and the people working in the kitchen. And he brings them out. You guys, they were nine years old, 10 years old, 16 years old, 15 years old, 14 years old, another like nine year old. They were all children in the kitchen, all children. And I was... I, First of all, I was like, oh my God, I'm such an asshole because I, like, no wonder the food was terrible because they were children cooking the food. But then, like, I had so many mixed emotions. I'm like, wait a minute. First of all, why are children cooking the food? Well, I felt terrible at first because I was like, oh my God, they're kids. Of course the food sucked. Oh my God, I felt felt terrible. And then, and then after a while, I was like, wait a minute, but why are children on a Thursday, on a school night, at 11 o'clock at night or whatever it was like cooking food while the chef again rem- remember is doing all these sexual jokes and like inappropriate like inappropriate jokes and conversations and things and it was so un- I felt so uncomfortable and I was like wait a minute first of all a is this even legal I left feeling like I want to I want to shut this fucking place down because I felt like I was I was like involved in something that I shouldn't have been involved in. It felt that uncomfortable. And and mind you, apparently his restaurants had been closed multiple times before this because he was like, I don't know if it was like doing like some 
illegal shit and like serving food that maybe he didn't have license to or something. But we had heard that like he had been closed before. But then this time he finally like had his own place. And then we went to this this breakfast joint in the morning and they're like, oh, my God, we heard that his food is like, you know, like Michelin quality or something like that. It was fucking Twilight Zone. And I was like, I've got to do research on this guy and figure out if he's even legit because the fact that he's making kids cook his food, like, is it part of it? Are you just trying to employ students? I don't know. And I feel like, do I tell you the name of it? I don't know. I feel, I don't want to throw him under the bus if it's like a legit thing. But I just don't understand it. I don't understand it. And I think it's inappropriate. I don't think he should have been. I don't think he should have been talking the way that he was. And ugh, the whole thing was weird. And then the psalm was sort of like, like hugging him and like, ew, the whole thing. The whole thing was so, so, so uncomfortable. Okay, I'm just going to let it go and forget about it. But I am going to do research on it more and see if if it's even legit. Because then the next day we went to this like um, karaoke bar and there was like a 17 year old working. So like maybe that's a thing there. Like maybe they try to like get their kids to to work, which I'm all about a good work work ethic. But like the little girl when we were leaving, she was she was like, I'm so she was like leaning on on one of the other um, like waitresses or whatever. She was like leaning on her and she was like, I'm so tired. It was like 1130 or something on a weeknight. And she was cooking in the kit. Like, what is what? I don't know. The whole thing just felt so bizarre to me. All right. I'm going to let it go. Yeah, I'm looking at them now. You guys, they were one had been 10, 11. This one's got to be 13. This one he did say he's like, he's like, well, the legal work age is 14. So so I'm not going to tell you that he's that he's 13 or something. It was something like that. Like, again, a lot of just like, like jokes that just didn't land, especially towards the end. All right, moving on. Fucking weird. If you guys know what I'm talking about, let me know. From curling and straightening our hair to bleaching it over the years, I think we can all say that we have damaged our hair at some point in our life. I know for me, I was like 13 and my mom let me dye my hair like pink and then I went to platinum blonde and I just have seen my hair sort of get worse and worse over the years, especially after having my little baby, my hair was falling out. So it has gone through the ringer. So, you know, if you're like me and you struggle to have longer and thicker hair after years of damage, then you have to give Vegamore a try. It has truly transformed my hair and their holistic approach to their hair Health uses smart botanicals that promote visibly thicker, fuller, longer looking hair. Um, You can get healthy, beautiful looking hair without the use of harmful chemicals. Uh, Vegamore really has started this trend of using really great products to help the health of your hair. Um, the Grove Revitalizing Shampoo and Conditioner Kit works together to create visibly thicker hair and improve, improve the hair from the roots. 
um, just massage the shampoo into your scalp for about 60 seconds and then follow up with the conditioner. It's simple as that. I know for me, um, not only does it smell just delicious, it looks beautiful in your <laughs> in your um, shower and it's just everything about it. I use it on Piper. Riley uses it. We have loved it. Um, and there's absolutely no risk when you want to try Vegamore. Uh because they have a 90-day money-back guarantee. But within 91% of customers saying that they saw visibly thicker hair in just three months, you're you're not gonna wanna you're not gonna wanna run out and you're not gonna wanna send it back. So don't let damage of the past hold your hair back. See your hair's full potential with Vegamore. So just go to vegamore.com slash humble and use code humble to save 20% on your first order. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash humble code humble to save 20% at vegamore.com slash humble. If you didn't already know, 2022 has been one of the most crazy, difficult times to try to buy your first home. But great news is that 2023 is going to be the year of the first time home buyer. That's right. The year of the first time home buyer. With the recession, buyers have more power, less cutthroat competition, and homes are about to get more affordable. And if you haven't listened to the How to Buy a Home podcast, now is the perfect time. Host David Sedona is an industry expert who has helped thousands all over North America buy their first homes. And I know that he can help you guys as well. He was on my show. He's fantastic. He knows so much about the industry and he has people around the entire U.S. that can help you. If you're in Nashville, if you're in Florida, California, wherever you are, he has someone that is knowledgeable that will help you buy your first home. Since 2005, David has been the undisputed first-time home buyer authority. His How to Buy a Home podcast has helped so many listeners close on houses that they thought were impossible. Even as things were nuts in the past couple of years, David can help guide you through the next steps that are right for you. Whether you're planning to buy a home now or five years from now, he can even connect you with a great realtor in your town that works with first-time home buyers and actually cares about you. Plus, he just released a first-time home buyer starter kit at howtobuyahome.com. It's a free resource thousands of people have already taken advantage of with all the knowledge that you need to buy your first home. So start planning this holiday season at howtobuyahome.com and make this the last year you rent. Find the How to Buy a Home um, on YouTube and wherever you listen to podcasts. First impressions are everything. So if you're looking to make an impact with your online content, you need issue. The easiest way to make your creative ideas come to life and share everywhere you want to be seen. Issue is the all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital content for marketing materials to magazines to flipbooks and brochures and so much more. There's no need for endless scrolling through PDFs. Issue features your creative in an easy-to-view way on every device. Make it once and distribute it everywhere without reformatting. Your content is already optimized for engagement and ready to 
to share. Issue also works seamlessly with tools you already use like Canva, Dropbox, and InDesign. Issue helps creators, marketers, designers, and really anyone who wants to make content that stands out. So you can start using Issue for free. And they also have um, and offer premium features that give a more customized experience. So get started with Issue today for free, or if you sign up for a premium account, you'll get 50% off when you go to issue.com slash podcast and use promo code HUMBLE. That's I-S-S-U-U dot com slash podcast and use promo code HUMBLE at checkout for your free account or 50% off your premium account. That's issue.com slash podcast with promo code HUMBLE. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm finishing recording this. This I'm I am like the biggest hypocrite. I'm finishing recording this episode because I'm like, I'm doing things healthy, I'm losing weight naturally, blah, blah, blah. And then my sister literally the next day was like, dude, I'm doing the Manjaro shot, which is like the celebrity shot that everyone's doing to lose weight. And it's like the the, the thing that diabetics basically take and it's supposed to curve your appetite. You're supposed to like lose a ton of weight. It's supposed to basically like not make you hungry and um, it regulates like your insulin and all these things. So Jackie's like, I'm doing it. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> you don't have to twist my arm. I'm going to try it with you. And so I did it last week. I got the shot and I'm like, I'm just going to try it for a month and just see if it actually works. Um, cause I'm, I was in like this, this hump of like, I can't, I can't drop more than where I'm at. And, and normally like when you lose weight, it's really hard to lose like those last few pounds. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try it and see. So I go and I get the shot. I went to like this like weight clinic that's like near my house. And this one's called semi-glutide. Okay, so there's two different ones. There's the there's the Manjaro, like the uh, that that has caused apparently a lot of side effects. It's like depression um, with like suicidal thoughts and just like it, it does curb your appetite, but like you have really gnarly headaches and just like the side effects just seemed way more intense that it was like, is it really worth it? Not to me. I didn't think it was worth it. And then I have this girlfriend who was on semi-glutide and she was losing about a pound to two pounds a week. Okay. She is now down like 25 pounds. Um, and she's actually, she was on my podcast um, and she has a whole highlight on it because she was getting so many questions about it. 
Um, you guys can go follow her. Her name is um, Hart. It, well, she's under Jess Hartman. Hartman underscore house. Hartman underscore house. That's her handle. She has a highlight called semi-glutide. And she talks all about it. She talks about, you know, the um, the effects and what it's supposed to do, who it's meant for, blah, blah, blah. So so she and so she's loved it. And I've been looking at her for like the past few weeks. I'm like, holy crap. Like she has lost so much weight. So I'm telling my sister this and we had we, we had known about the um, the Manjaro one. But then when we heard about semi-glutide, we we're like, huh, interesting. So Jackie gets it. And then I'm like, OK, I'm going to go get it, too. So I go get it. It's a shot in your belly. It's once a week. And the side effects for this one is supposed to be super mild, like just minor nausea and headaches. I am not telling you to go do this. I'm just being transparent to you. So please don't come in my DMs and like rail me a new one because I'm just being honest. Um, so, so I, so I get it done and then it's been a week. So today is a week. Okay. Um, and I weighed 127 pounds last week. And then today I went back to get the other shot and I was only at 126.8. So not much of a difference. Um, my side effects were mild nausea. I barely got headaches. It's supposed to curb your appetite. For me, I felt like, I felt like, okay, so the first day they were like, okay, you may, oh, and you may have um, mild constipation. So I get it done the first day. I shit you not, I feel like I was eating more and I shit twice that day. So <laughs> I was like, this is doing the opposite. And with my luck, I was like, this is this is my luck. I'll probably gain weight. I'll be the only person in the entire study to gain weight. Um, but I didn't. Um, it didn't really curb my appetite as much. But what my sister noticed was that when she overate, it made her a little nauseous, and a little sick. Um, even like she doesn't really care for like drinking as much and didn't care to like snack as much. And that's also what um, what Jess Hartman said. So I feel like I'm not seeing as much. I'm, everyone has different doses. Like my, my sister got one point uh, two five. I got point five. Uh, so I got a little bit higher dose. I don't know why. I think hers is she's going to do it. She's going to do it for much longer. I'm only going to do it for a month. But Jackie, I think, has it for like a three month thing. So I think they're just starting her off a little bit um, lighter and then going to gradually like move up in doses. So Jackie was down like freaking four pounds in a week. She has more to lose. So they said that that's that's normal. But then a week later, she she gained it all back. So I don't know if it was a water weight. I don't know what the hell. She's like, I don't know what's happening. So I'll keep you guys posted. But the whole thing is really interesting. Look, I'm not, again, telling you to go do this. I don't want to like, yeah, that's, it's not great. <laughs> it's not great to do this. But um, I just felt like, let me just try it out for a month. I will report back and see if it's bullshit or not. Um, but, you know, certain people are having... Um, you know, really great. Um, they're seeing really, really good results. So I, I don't know. It's it's really, really interesting to see. Um, if this is gonna, if this is just a fat. I mean, I'm sure it's just gonna be a fat like everything else. But it's not like fentramine. You know, the fentramine was, which is like basically the drug that makes you not have any appetite, but it it makes 
your heart race like crazy. I mean, it's really, really bad for you. Um, so this is not like that. This is not like that. This is not, it doesn't make your heart rate. You can go to sleep at night. You know, you don't lose sleep from it. So that that's why I think a lot of people are, are liking it more, um, which is also why like the Kardashians and all these celebrities are losing a shit ton of weight. So I don't know. I will keep you guys posted. Um, but yeah, super, super interesting. Um, okay. And then the last thing was, so I've been noticing this thing with Piper where, so the day after Thanksgiving, I talked about this on, on what the kids are watching on our, um, finale episode, but after Thanksgiving, um, Piper came, we came home and I was getting her ready for bed and I was trying to put her down for bed. And she had, I shit you not, like an exorcism. It was something that I had only seen once before and it was almost like convulsions. Like she was screaming bloody murder. Her body was like twerking and like just she was throwing herself. I had never seen anything like it. I was terrified to say the least. And I when I we Riley and I both could not calm her down and I started crying. I was like holding her in my arms on her floor and I just started bawling. Um and I started praying over her. And I was like our father who are in heaven hallowed be thy name. Have the kingdom come and help me done. I was like what the fuck? What is happening to my daughter? I'm like what is happening to my child? It was something that I had just never and and last time she she done she had done that. It was when she was um I want to say it was in Hawaii. And so she was like what two? Um, and it was really scary. And then she hadn't done it. And oh my God, you guys, I was so freaking scared. Um, we finally got her to calm down. We brought her in our bed and she was still crying. Um, we like gave her water. We, we like just tried to talk to her. We put on like a little show just to like calm her down. And I, I, I don't even know like, the whole thing lasted for like hours and it just like, was so I was net the next day hungover from the emotional like uh, turmoil that I feel like it, it caused it was so terrifying and then um and then she was fine and then I and then I left to Idaho and I was genuinely a little scared that I was like oh my god I'm leaving Riley with my little demon child, like for what, four days or like three nights, four days, three nights. And so sure enough, I leave and Riley's like, fuck, here we go again. She's doing it again. And he had a terrible night the first night um, and couldn't calm her down. She was up until about 2 a.m. Um, and he, I was, I didn't know what to do. I felt terrible. And I was like on the phone, literally the whole first night, just like trying to talk to him, like telling him to like do certain things and, you know, maybe try this, maybe try that. Um, and my cousin who's from Canada, she has a three-year-old as well. And she's been dealing with a lot of these like a big little feelings, tantrums, whatever you want to call them. And so she's been actually taking classes and courses on how to deal with her child. And she, you know, is opening up that, you know, he may be on the spectrum of autism. And so she's been doing a lot of work as well. And so what she was saying that worked for her in her family was that um, she would talk to him, tell him 
I love you. You are very loved. Mommy's here. You are fed. You are like you are, you know, in a safe place. Like you're not hungry. You're not this. You're not that. Like it's none of these things. Like she's just communicating with him like, hey, you are you're just I, I forgot what it was like. You're, you're just like you're t- you're fine. Like you are safe. You are fine. Um, and this, and you cannot have this attitude. Mommy will be here forever. She loves you. But when you are done, you know where mommy is. Mommy will be here. And that, uh, you know, five minutes later, you know, she'll, she'll walk away, um, in like this neutral space and then she'll just like, let him cry it out. And then he eventually comes and finds her and is like, fine. And then is like, okay, let's, let's go play. And so, um, she was like telling me this stuff and I was like, you know, on the phone with Riley, I'm like, Riley, like, you know, let's try this, let's try that. So I'm like telling him to try these things. Um, eventually he sort of, he essentially did that. He was like, Piper, you're fine. Daddy loves you. I love you so much. Um, you know, you're just tired and you know, we can't act like this. We can't keep crying like this. Um, but daddy's here. And when you're done, daddy will be here. And so then, you know, she's, he put a pill, like he turned over, had his pillow right by him and that she goes to the pillow and she's like screaming bloody murder in the pillow, like on top of him, ah, just like screaming. And he like let her scream in the pillow <laughs> on top of him. Five minutes go by and she falls asleep on the pillow and he grabs her puts her in bed oh no he I think he let her sleep in the bed that night and he was like I don't know what the fuck is going on so what we've noticed with her because we thought okay is it the food is it the food that we're giving her is it too much sugar is it um you know we're trying to like figure out process by elimination like what's going on so we figured out after her doing it a couple times that it's not the food it's not um not that she's, you know, didn't nap or whatever. We think that it's her growing, overstimulated, it is overly tired. Um, and so we have to stick to sort of this routine with her of, you know, making sure she's fed, making sure that we don't, we don't let her stay out too late because that also overly exhausted is just like not good for her. Um, not eating enough is also something that we've noticed. Um, but if, you know, if she's out and about and she's playing and she's riled up and, and then we come home and we try to put her down, that's just not going to work. So we've really tried to like eliminate the screen time, um, making sure she's fed, making sure that we start her nap time routine a little bit earlier so that by the time that she's, you know, in bed, it's, it's bedtime at that point, um, and just not really like trying to like disrupt her, her world, um, which God, I mean, back in the day we would be at a restaurant and we would just fall asleep, but you know, in the booth, like that's just how we were raised. So I just don't understand. Like we didn't do that shit. So it's like, I don't, I don't know guys. I don't know. There's no handbook. I'm, we're just trying to figure it out and do our best. But like, it has been so difficult, so, so difficult. And then, you know, we had this trip planned to Mexico. We're going to Loretto and it was just going to be us three. But like, I'm actually terrified to like 
now again disrupt like her routine and like what if she does this shit to us in Mexico and like what if she gets sick and and it's I, I just I can't handle it like I'm sorry I'm just like not that mom that enjoys traveling with her kids yet I just I I don't think that I can do it like emotionally it's just too much for me um so I don't know I really don't know what to do um we're just taking it day by day parenting is so fucking hard and you know we're just trying to do what works for us and Man, to all the parents out there that are dealing with this, I just, I'm there for you. Message me, DM me. We can, we can vent about it um, and, and sort of cooperate and, and share stories and see what works. But, you know, for me, that's so far what's been working. Um, yeah, I'd love to hear what you guys are doing um, with your kids because it's, I will take all the, uh, the stories and advice um, but yeah, it's really, really hard. So hang in there, um, especially during the holidays. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of family functions, a lot of grandparents, you know, feeding your kids things and, and candy and sugar and processed foods and, uh, dyes and shit like that, that our kids probably shouldn't be having. So, um, whole, you know, create boundaries. My mom, saw my you know saw Piper have a breakdown and was like okay I'm sorry like I see what you're going through now so my mom has eliminated all that shit from her diet as well um so and and she's telling her no now you know before it was like oh come on just let her have it I'm like mom you don't understand she like she changes like her entire demeanor changes it's terrifying please like I'm begging you don't do this to me because I have to deal with the repercussions so you know it's it's really having that like heart to heart with your whoever it is in your life that is around your kids that's saying hey please respect my boundaries it's you know we're having a hard time at home just um you know ask me before you give them anything etc I don't think it's I don't think you're an asshole And, and I think that you know they could possibly be annoyed by it but you know what at the end of the day they're your child and you it's whatever you say goes. So, um, so yeah, hang in there. Um, and then go have a glass of wine after your kids are down. So love you guys. Thank you all for, uh, being here every week with me. I appreciate you all. Um, crazy Christmas, Hanukkah, all the holidays are around the corner. We're going to be celebrating all of it. Um, and yeah, it, it's, it's crazy. So love you guys all so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. And I will see you all next week. Bye-bye. Remember, guys, stay humble and stay hungry. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.